Hello, everyone, and welcome to this brand new episode of Common Section. That's right, guys. Uh, we do have some really fun info we will get to later. But uh, this is a uh, top. We're going to start with a topic. Uh, I'm not going to be I'm not going to lie. I almost thought about canceling the recording today because mm-hmm. of uh, this topic. Um, so, so if I have to stop for a little bit. At least there's a co-host who can fill in, so there's no dead air. So yeah. yeah, I can fill time. That's what I'm basically here for. Yes, that's why Paul pays you the big bucks. Yeah, he he yes. does. He does pay me more than you. Some um, of us actually. get paper dollar bills. Some of us get coins. It it mm-hmm. all evens out in the mm-hmm. end, I guess. Mm-hmm. So today, uh, we found out. I believe it was three hours ago. I found out. Uh, hopped online and found out that. My childhood Batman, uh, my Batman, the greatest Batman we've ever had, Kevin Conroy, has passed away at the age of 66. So um, we figure, you know what? We've talked about Kevin Conroy so much on this show. A part of me hopes he never heard it because he almost would be like, I don't want to listen to that show. Get those stalkers away from me. <laughs> but obsessed. Yes. So, um, it's hard news to talk about, but we're going to try and take some time to celebrate the life and career of our Batman. Mm-hmm. So, first of all, let's, I did pile together a list of statements from people who worked with Kevin Conroy. Yeah. So, I, mean, that. I, I yes. thought that those, I, I did read some of those statements and I thought a lot of them were very. Uh, nice, and I had kind of wondered about bringing that up. So, oh yeah, a lot of great statements that uh, Deadline had, and a lot of voice actors posted on Twitter. So, mm-hmm. Andrea Romano, who was the voice director for Batman the Animated Series, and made one of the best decisions ever in casting <laughs> the greatest Batman of all time, said uh, Kevin was far more than an actor, whom I had the pleasure of casting and directing. He was a dear friend for thirty plus years whose kindness and generous spirit knew no boundaries. Kevin's warm heart, delightfully deep laugh, and pure love of life will be with me forever. And that comes from voice director Andrea Romano. And this next statement is from Paul Dini. So Paul Dini was one of the main writers of Batman the Animated Series. He's also a big producer. He was the one who came up with the Mr. Freeze storyline about him trying to save his dying wife along with bruce tim he also co-created harley quinn and he said kevin brought a light with him everywhere whether in the recording booth giving his all or feeding first responders during 9-11 or making sure every fan whoever waited for him had a moment with their batman a hero in every sense of the word irreplaceable eternal so that's a reference to um Kevin Conroy actually volunteered to like help feed some of the first responders after 9-11. And mm-hmm. there's a story he told about how, you know, everyone was having a rough time. And I guess one of the first responders found out that he's Batman. And yeah. they said, could you like do like a line or something? And then all these first responders heard from the kitchen him do his classic line, I am vengeance, I am the knight, I am Batman. And it was like everyone cheers, like, that's Batman in there. <laughs> that's awesome. So, I didn't know that. 
Yeah, that's a great story. Uh, this next statement comes from Lauren Lester, who played Dick Grayson, a.k.a. Robin the Boy Wonder, and also Nightwing, in the new Batman Adventures. He said, R.I.P. my partner in crime fighting. Thank you, Kevin, for 30 years of laughs. May the road rise to meet you. May God hold you in the hollow of his hand. And that comes from Lauren Lester. And this next statement comes from Tara Strong, who in the animated series was Batgirl. But here's a plot twist. In the Batman Arkham games is Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. So with a little bit of a mind screw right there. Yeah. I do know her one of probably one of the most prolific voice actors I know of. Oh, yes. And she uh, just tweeted, I don't have the words. Not today. My heart is broken. There will never be another. He is Batman. R.I.P. a legend. And um, speaking out, besides just the Batman family, Kevin Conroy's Batman also interacted with the full DC universe. So this next statement comes from Tim Daly, who voiced Superman in Superman the Animated Series, and he wrote, Humans, one amazing life Kevin had, just too short. I will miss him. Let's celebrate the joy he brought to us and send our love to his family. And my God, if that is not a Superman statement, <laughs> like you're like, really wow, is. that dude was perfectly cast as Superman. <laughs> yeah. That is the most Superman thing you could say. And this next one comes from Susan Eisenberg, a.k.a. Wonder Woman, who said, Like, for so many of you, Kevin was our Batman. He was loved beyond measure, and he felt it. There was nothing he loved more than to stand up and yell out to a crowd that had gathered to meet him. I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. And this next statement comes from Michael Rosenbaum, who a lot of us know as Lex Luthor from The Flash. I mean, uh, from Smallville, but he was also the Flash in Justice League Unlimited. That's right. Tried to kill Superman, but was also best friends with Batman. So there you go. Another thing like Tar Stone, where you're like, what? So many characters. Yeah. <laughs> he said, devastating. Kevin was a remarkable man inside and out. I will truly miss those big hugs and that magical voice. He will always be my Batman. Rest in peace, my friend. Sign the Flash. And of course, there is one person that Kevin Conroy will always be connected with. You know, like how Lex Superman has his Lex Luthor. Like Sherlock Holmes has his Professor Moriaro. I think that's his name. I don't know. I'm not a big Sherlock Holmes guy. Moriarty? Something like that, yeah. Batman will always have the Joker. And this statement came from Mark Hamill, who I... I think it's safe to say probably worked with Kevin the most. And he said, Kevin was perfection. He was one of my favorite people on the planet. And I loved him like a brother. He truly cared for the people around him. His decency shone through everything he did. Every time I spoke, I saw him or spoke with him. My spirits were elevated. And then he went on to say, Kevin was a brilliant actor for several generations. He was the definitive Batman. It was one of those perfect scenarios where they got, the exact right guy for the exact right part, and the world was better for it. His rhythms and subtleties, tones and delivery, that also helped inform my performance. He was my ideal partner. It was such a complimentary, creative experience. I couldn't have done it without him. He will always be my Batman. And that came to us from Mark Hamill. So, 
Mm-hmm. Before uh, we get into talking about, look at all the cool Batman stuff Kevin Conroy did. We'll just give a mm-hmm. quick few thoughts about his performances. So growing up in the 90s, you know, I grew up seeing a lot of different live action Batman. So Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, George Clooney. On TV land, there was Adam West. And I loved all of them. But for me, they were all just stand-ins for the real Batman, who was Kevin Conroy. And to me, he is my Batman, and he will always be my Batman. And I've always felt lucky that we've seen many different, we've seen Batman evolve so much. Like, we had Christian Bale, then we had Ben Affleck, then we had the Gotham TV show, now we have Robert Pattinson. And I've always felt lucky looking back that, like, my Batman has continued my whole life. Like, it started, like, a few months before I was born, continued on into Batman Beyond and Justice League Unlimited. So I've always felt lucky that I've always been able to have my Batman continue versus, like, Mm -hmm. some of them, they go away after a while. Like, Christian Bales is done. Reno Mm -hmm. Romano from the Batman animated series is done. But I've always felt lucky that I've had all this time with my Batman who gave us 30 years of work. So, um, I mean, you haven't seen as much of Kevin Conroy's Batman as me, but I do know you've seen at least Mask of the Phantasm. So mm-hmm. your thoughts about uh, Kevin Conroy in the role as Batman? Mm-hmm. I mean, um, besides Mask of the Phantasm, which is one of the best Batman movies, I'd say. Um, and... Um, yeah, like you know, I did watch the animated series um and Justice League here and there um as a kid. There is like you know, this ever presence to his voice as Batman that um it really informed the character so much that I do and have always recognized um his contribution to the character, the the you know uh the artful way that he approached it as, you know, definitive. Uh, one of the the core, most defining parts of this character, uh, all because of the great performance. And um, even in, that's kind of been my understanding and belief about it, um, even with a lot less um, exposure. So, like... Um, my reaction to this news has kind of been that even though, you know, I don't have this depth of knowledge or, or like I haven't got to experience all of his contributions. Um, I haven't been connected enough to really, you know, know all of the great stories or to, you know, experience him in all that many interviews documentaries what have you like my my fandom has not gone deep enough to be able to have to be um fortunate to have those kind of memories um with him as uh him himself as a character in the the batman uh fandom uh but uh it's still you know struck me as very significant um you know, it didn't. It didn't feel possible to me because I always associated him with, Bat- with Batman, and um, 
uh yeah it was just like a um kind of um a hit of like you know uh you know i didn't give enough of a chance you know while you know it's like that with any actor but you yeah. know you, you what you got to feel fortunate to you know live at the same time when they're putting out material and like being being able to um experience their artistic output while they're still active and uh you know then it ends one day so yeah it, um um i can't rep as much knowledge uh towards um, the subject or uh, talk about him with much knowledge, but um, big respects um, and, um, you know, condolences to, to everyone who's, you know, truly in his life. Oh yes. So um, let's real quick, just like celebrate all the cool Batman stuff he gave us. And today I found out he was in another thing from my childhood. And I went back. I'm like, Holy crap. Oh. That is him. Oh, really? So, oh, yes. So, let's go back to where it all began. The DC Animated Universe. And we will kick it off with Batman the Animated Series. So, for me, that was my introduction to Batman. Um, To me, it is still... It is the definitive version of Batman. Like, everything from, you know, Tim Burton's Batman to The Dark Knight... They're all just live action versions of that series to me. Mm -hmm. So even though Tim Burton's came out before, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. So to me is the definitive version. It just, it nailed Batman so perfectly. And just in that show, you got like, yeah, this is the best actor who's ever played Batman, whoever will play Batman. Just the way he was able to do like, he didn't just rely, like, some actors, you might they might just rely on the costume or something, but he really went into it with that deep voice. And then he played Bruce Wayne so differently in the show, and that was my introduction to Batman. In fact, whenever I think of Batman, the first thing that pops into my head is that opening theme that they did for the show when it's him on the rooftop with the two muggers and you see a close up of his face and you see the eyes on the mask go down like, Oh, they are in for a world of pain. <laughs> that's why I always love like whenever, like whenever there's a new Batman series that starts, whether it's the Batman with Robert Pattinson or Tim Burton's Batman, I always love like the first thing gotta go after the muggers. Cause that's how the show started. So <laughs> yeah, there's that. I remember watching it on Fox Kids and um, just like that was my obsession. And then later we moved on to the new Batman Adventures on Kids WB. And not only that, we moved up in the timeline like Robin became Nightwing. We had Tim Drake become Robin and we had um, Batgirl as more prominent versus where in the animated show she was only in three episodes. But in this one, yeah. she was more of his partner in the show and also during that time we had mask of the phantasm which i'll say it the best batman movie ever made it just it stands so far above the rest of them 
Um, as much as I love Tim Burton's Batman, as much as I love The Dark Knight, it just there is something magical about that movie. And Kevin's performance in that is so great, especially that one scene where he's at the grave, where he's talking to his parents about, I didn't plan on being happy. Also, maybe, I don't know if we ever brought it up before. Did you ever say on the podcast how you ruined the big reveal of Mask of the Phantasm? Oh, yeah. I don't remember <laughs> if I said it on the podcast that um, basically there was a character and I was like, who is this? Why the, Why am I supposed to know who this is? And I just thought I was, I didn't realize that I was Googling a spoiler. I thought it was just like a part of Batman lore that I wasn't aware of. And uh, yeah. Yes. So after that, I guess, we also... I guess um, that was vague, but people who have seen the movie probably know what I'm talking about. Yes. Basically. The true identity of the phantasm. You... Yeah. Mm-hmm. So also during that time, we also had Batman Mr. Freeze Sub-Zero come out, an animated movie about Batman versus Mr. Freeze. And that was the first piece of like home media I had of Batman the AMA series. And I would watch it so many times. It was great. I still say the best looking Batman movie. Like, I don't know what it was, but the color and there just really pops. Mm. And also later we moved on to Batman Beyond, which at first I was like, why are you doing this? I want Bruce Wayne as Batman. But <laughs> they took what could have been a horrible idea and gave us, I'll, I'll say maybe the best series finale of all time. Because really, when you think about it, those 52 episodes are series finale of Batman the Animated Series. And <laughs> what a perfect series finale that was. Yeah. And also in the Batman Beyond era, we had Batman Beyond Return of the Joker, which was such a great animated movie. They did a great flashback, like a 10 minute or 15 minute long scene that went back to the style of the old animated series, which was Again, in that Batman Beyond movie, they gave us a little 15-minute episode of Batman the Animated Series, which is one of the best episodes of all time. So we had that. Then later, we moved on. We went back to Bruce Wayne. We went back to the present with the Justice League show, and I remember watching that all the time after school on Cartoon Network. And then... Later, it became Justice League Unlimited, and the episodes of Justice League Unlimited were some of the first videos I ever watched on YouTube. That was before YouTube really got into content strikes. But before then, it was like, all right, there's a lot of Justice League Unlimited on here (laughs) for the eyes to see. And yeah, that was great. And then later, you know, sometimes, I mean, we talk about... We spend a lot of time talking about movies before they come out. But there was a time when I was 10, the excitement of going into Target, just looking around at the video section and realizing, oh, crap, there's a new Batman, the animated series movie. That was (laughs) Batman Mystery of the Batwoman. And it was so exciting because, remember, the show had ended in 99. Mm-hmm. And 2003, there was a new movie. So I was like, holy crap, there's something new of it. I mean, we also yeah. had Justice League, but this was like just proper Batman. Yeah. And then later, after the DCAU ended in 2006, we did have a comeback twice. And one time was for Batman and Harley Quinn. 
not one of their best movies, but still enjoyable for what it was. Maybe leaned a little bit too much in the into the comedy, but they had just done one of their darker movies right ahead of that. So I remember, look, I was just like, look, is it going to be the best? No, but I went to theaters to see it because they did a limited release in theaters. And I went there and I got to see Kevin Conroy and Lauren Lester on the big screen in their designs from the animated series. So last time we had awesome. uh, the DCAU Batman was in Justice League versus the Fatal Five, which came out in 2019, the 80th anniversary of Batman. And we're not going to pretend to know about um, what other projects might um have come out might be in development that might have already be pre-recorded, but uh, if this was the last time we'd ever get Kevin Conroy's Batman, it was a great way to go out. I'm glad that it went full circle and it ended with him playing his Batman from the animated series. So yeah. before we move on, anything else you wanted to say about the Batman from Batman, the animated series throughout the, DCAU. Um, you know, I, I think you covered it. I don't think there's anything else that I could say to do it to do it justice. All right. Um, so uh, let's move on to the next thing. After the DCAU ended in 2006, I was like, well, it was a great run, but I guess that's we're moving on and it's time for a new iteration of Batman. But oh mm -hmm. no, for 2008. <laughs> We got the anime movie Batman Gotham Knight, which Kevin Conroy returned. And you have to remember, I thought it was done. I thought we were never going to see my Batman again. And he came back in 2008, which is why summer 2008, when you had the return of Kevin Conroy and the Dark Knight, that was an exciting summer to have those yeah, back to back. Yeah. And then later, um, we had him come back for... Superman, Batman, Public Enemies, Superman, Batman, Apocalypse, and Justice League Doom, which was a special one because it came out in 2012, which was the year we graduated. It's also mm -hmm. the 20th anniversary of Batman, sure. the animated series. And there was something really special being like, you know, here I am about to graduate high school and I'm still getting stuff of my Batman, my childhood mm -hmm. Batman. Then later you had... Justice League, the Flashpoint Paradox, which was great. Batman Assault on Arkham, which I'm not going to lie. At first, I was a little disappointed with because, let's not lie, it's a Suicide Squad movie. It's not a Batman movie. But <laughs> the Batman parts you do get in it are great. And also, there's Batman the Killing Joke, which is a very controversial movie. And I mean, honestly, in retrospect, because they added a prologue to the movie, in retrospect... They should just split up the prologue and the um, killing joke into two separate movies on the one disc. Oh. Everyone hates that movie, but I don't care. I think it's awesome. Mm. And you know who else thought was awesome? Kevin Conroy. So, yeah. I, I you so know what? There. I'm just like, if you don't like it, just fast forward to killing joke. Because it's literally, you can literally fast forward, play oh. chapter five, and then you get killing joke. You can skip the prologue if it bothers you that much interesting so people just only don't like that section of the movie yes they don't like the first part okay. which was like an original story i see okay 
<laughs> yes. Yeah, so I'm assuming you didn't see any of these. Yeah. I, yeah. Um. No. No. All right. So should we real quick take a break from Batman? Talk about something else I just discovered today. Uh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm interested to know this. Yes. Thing. So. 2002. One of the things I want for Christmas is a PlayStation 2, which ironically was mm-hmm. easier to get than a PlayStation 5 in 2022. Like, oh yeah, for sure. You have to like it's almost it's easier to buy drugs than it is a PlayStation 5, but yeah, literally. I mean, yes. You had the PS2 and there was one game I wanted more than any than any game, and that was Jack and Daxter. I love that game so yeah. much. It was the game I wanted. It was the first video game I played at home. Yeah, I played that game. Yes, sure. and and I found out today that Kevin Conroy voices the fisherman in that game, the one who tells you, go catch the fish or whatever. You know, that oh. fisherman who made my life a living hell <laughs> trying to catch those stupid fish with that net, only to realize, holy crap, that's Kevin Conroy. Wow. Yes. So, I don't quite remember that character from the game, but I would have uh, I would have heard his voice there. Oh yes, you it, honestly go to YouTube it because I was like, <laughs> is that him? Because it you really have to like close your eyes and really listen to it because it sounds almost nothing like him. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yes. So speaking of video games, we have to bring up the Batman Arkham games. So Batman, look for me, I'm not much of a video game person. But I remember in 2009, it was right after Gotham Knight, they mm-hmm. announced that they were doing Batman Arkham Asylum and Kevin and Mark were coming back. And I was like, all right, more Kevin, more my Batman. Yeah. So that was exciting. And then we had Arkham City, which was the first game I ever heard about. Maybe this happened before, but again, I'm not much of a game person. Yeah. Where you could switch the costumes of the characters and you could choose to be Batman from Batman the Animated Series. And I remember it was like 2015. I was a bit late, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy PlayStation 3 specifically for those Batman games. <laughs> 10 minutes left. Screw you, Zoom. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll get close to wrapping it up. So, yeah, had that. And I bought specifically for those games. I didn't play. I haven't played Arkham Knight yet, but I did read the um, novelization, and I really enjoyed watching like some clips of it on YouTube. So Mm -hmm. that was great as well. And also, Injustice: Gods Among Us. Haven't played the second one, but I do play the first one a lot. Like whenever I'm counting down for a new DC thing, I'm like, all right, time to pop on Injustice. (laughs) So. Uh, Kevin's great in that game. They also (laughs) brought back George Newbern and Susan Eisenberg. So what are your thoughts on like the video games that Kevin Conroy has done? Uh, Yeah. I mean, I I forgot in my uh, initial statement that this would have been uh, one of the biggest ways that I've experienced Kevin Conroy's Batman because I've played the first two um, Batman uh, Arkham games uh which are just amazing and um also like it was opposite of you i've never played the first injustice but i i <laughs> do um have and uh played a lot of i've played more of injustice 2 than the Ar- batman arkham games it's one of my f- to me one of the best fighting games ever 
and um there was a summer the, the summer i got it like on sale or something i just was like obsessed with that game the whole summer uh trying to master i was more of a i know i played a lot of harley quinn um that was my main character i played because i like smashing things with a hammer um i had another character oh supergirl oh um, yes but but yeah it, that is a great great game and the story is a is a, amazing in it too that was one of the things that made it so interesting is the the single player mode was so good and like all the voice acting was so good throughout that entire game um it's really like you know if you like stories in this universe it's really good so oh yeah so we'll just bring up two last things that kevin conroy did um we had return to television 2016 for justice league action so i remember being like holy crap we're getting a new show kevin conroy every week get to see my batman oh yes and they also brought in mark hamill and also uh, i think this was the last time we saw him kevin conroy as at least bruce wayne they cast him as old Bruce Wayne in Crisis on Infinite Earths. And I'm not going to lie. I'm not a big fan of the way it was written. But, you know, looking back, I'm glad it exists. So we got to at least experience Kevin Conroy in live action. And I remember yeah. we we covered that on here. And that's one of my favorite episodes we've ever done was covering a Kevin Conroy who's going to play Bruce Wayne yeah. in live action. He did such a great job playing that so i don't know if you had anything to say about those two before we wrap this up uh i don't i yeah i also haven't seen those so yes so there we go guys so um yeah so is there anything else i guess i can wrap this up um i don't know if there's anything else you wanted to say about kevin conroy's batman before we wrap it up uh no um we, we can wrap it up again i'm glad we got to you know bring back the show from a little bit of a hiatus to um pay tribute uh in this way we didn't expect that today but it um it uh I, i'm glad we got to you know make a, a special tribute um segment um just for this so um yeah yeah, so I'll just conclude by saying um, Kevin Conroy was the voice of my childhood hero. And first impression I ever did was like playing with my Batman action figures, trying to do his Batman voice. <laughs> and um, I will always be grateful that he gave us 30 years of bringing to life my childhood hero. And also that... Um, we we saw him keep doing it over and over and play new versions. And um, it's work that I will always cherish and rewatch the rest of my, of my life. Like, it's not an exaggeration to say that I honestly see Kevin Conroy at least once a week. Because yeah. I'm j- I just constantly rewatch or replay the stuff he was in. And oh, oh, we got to mention, I completely forgot. We got to mention. Um, this was a big one. This is something he did this year. He wrote a, a story for the 2022 DC Pride book right. about yeah. his career, um, about what it was like trying to be an actor as a gay man 
and then getting the role of Batman, how it really influenced like the way he played the role. And there's this great podcast he did with Michael Rosenbaum, who played the Flash in Justice mm-hmm. League that you should all check out because um talks about, you know, kind of a rough childhood. Went to school, Juilliard with Christopher Reeve and with Robin Williams. Yes, he was friends with Superman and someone named Robin. So I, if that's not foreshadowing, <laughs> I don't know what is. But yes, uh, thank you to uh, Mr. Conroy for bringing to life my childhood hero all these years. And you know, forever, Batman is one of those characters like Sherlock Holmes or um, James Bond, who will always be reinvented for new generations. And um, But Kevin Conroy will always be my Batman. And now he has gone on to be with the legends, like Christopher Reeve, like Adam West, like Chadwick Boseman, and Bill Bixby. And so normally, as we close, because we'll have to do Deadpool separately, um, normally... We'll go out with um, one of Kevin's great lines. We'll paraphrase it a little bit. And um, he will always be my Batman. And so, Mr. Conroy, from every Batman fan, I would like to say thank you. And to to paraphrase your great line, you are vengeance. You are the knight. You are the Batman. Thank you.